0: This is the Get A Life
1: podcast, X-Cult Conversations. Conversations. Hello everyone, welcome back to Get A Life, X-Cult Conversations. We are joined tonight with Carmen, Richard and Lane, and we have some special guests, Glenn Barker and Heidi from Perth, Ontario. Um, this is a little bit of an impromptu podcast uh, due to its sensitivity in nature, we ask that everyone just gives um, Heidi some space while she processes everything that's from just leaving. And our main reason for doing this podcast is to really ask for some help also with Heidi and her custody battle that she is up against. Um, Heidi just recently left with like, like a week ago if that not even not yeah. even a week ago right and so we've just come up against a lot of struggles that financially are very much needing help of others if you can we will have a gofundme link posted for this and also a paypal link for people that want to support so i'm going to introduce heidi heidi welcome to the show Thanks for coming Thanks so on. I know it's a bit raw right now and um, a lot of emotions that are happening. Um, I really, I you, I commend you. We've been following your story for a while now and I absolutely commend you for everything that you've endured. Absolutely heart-wrenching. Um, the, the roller coaster that you have been over in the last three years is absolutely, like no one should have to endure it. Uh, But why don't you go ahead, let's introduce yourself and let the viewers and listeners know a little bit about how you ended up where you are right now.
2: Yeah, so my name is Heidi McCamley, and I am from Perth, Ontario, Canada, and sitting beside me is Glenn Barker, and he has moved here from Australia just very recently. And I have a little guy, Ryan, who is about seven right now, but I was married about 10 years ago in the Brethren and quite quickly into that marriage, realized that it was not a happy marriage. But what I didn't realize was that it would become emotionally abusive, sexually abusive, physically abusive. And so that was a lot. And about five and a bit years into it, I I had the opportunity to pack some bags, hide them away. And I had an opportunity when the cameras that were around the house, my um, ex couldn't access them. I managed to, he was like in an area where he couldn't access the cameras. I managed to take my son and leave Kingston where I was married to come to my parents in Perth. And quite quickly after I got to Perth, the brethren took the side of my ex despite there being medical records, and all kinds of things. They decided to take the side of my ex. They wanted me to go home. They wanted the picture Perfect family, all that kind of thing. And I think about three months after I came, so about about three years ago to date, I went into the police and I did like my video statement and everything. And quite soon after that, we got a message from Bruce Hales saying that right or wrong, Brandon, my ex, is not to go to jail. So they hired a lawyer the name right or
0: wrong? Right so, or so, wrong, yeah. So whether he's guilty or not guilty, the, the leader of the Plymouth Brethren Church doesn't care. He's no. not to go to jail. Correct. Sorry, continue.
2: No, so <laughs> they hired a lawyer by the name of Michael Edelson. Now, if you look that name up, he's kind of, he's represented pretty corrupt people. Um, the Trudeau family, part of the, like some of the Trudeau family, for one, but even church people that have been caught with some pretty disgusting things he's gotten them off the hook so they I didn't know for a while We kept asking and didn't know who the lawyer was made me a bit sick to my stomach when I found out that it was Michael Edelson to be fair and yeah so it's been an up and down from there until just recently he never even asked to see my son so a good almost three years passed before that even happened which that boggles my mind how you can kind of go that long he didn't care about the child before so I'm not surprised he didn't doesn't care now but yeah it has been a nightmare of lots of priestly visits and all kinds of things which I'm sure we'll get to another time but I knew pretty soon I I don't even know a time when I knew exactly that this was all completely wrong but also not something that I could bring Ryan up in
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And did they provide a lawyer for you? No, not at that time. Nope. And Why they do you think up... they
0: chose they chose your your ex husband's side, uh, an abuser?
2: um They don't prioritize women, for one. And honestly, to this day, I'm I'm honestly not sure.
3: They've never provided a lawyer for you. What? Well, legal... They
0: legal. Can you say that louder, Glenn?
2: They've never, not a family one, no. Mm -hmm. So they're also paying for my ex's family lawyer at this time too, which I can't remember their name right now.
0: So they're paying for two of his
4: lawyers?
2: Yes, they are. But like going back to your question about, I think the whole thing about woman not having a say, like throughout these priestly visits too, I realized quite quickly that I was making them uncomfortable with like refusing to go back. And they asked me to recant number of times which i wasn't okay with like i wasn't going to go to the police and tell them it didn't happen when clearly it did yeah and also that would have been dangerous for me because that would have That's removed lying the police
3: yeah no, you can't do that no there has been
2: there has been a lot of uh
3: plea deals where things were taken off the table
2: yeah at one point i finally agreed to a plea deal where the man like could have gotten like i actually took the sexual assault charges off the table and agreed that if like he took pled guilty to the other two charges and had a record for those, I would accept that. But they came back and no, he wanted a deal with absolutely no, no record at all. So I just put everything back on the table, and they just recently got. This is
3: a, a person sp- that's put her in hospital six times.
2: And hospital seven. six times. There's six hospital visits in regards to the um, sexual yeah. stuff. So I guess, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have time to get all those records together. That's okay. So, yeah. um, but yes, there's been the toll it took on my body physically made it so that I had to go to hospital
1: numerous times. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually just going to start. I'm just going to let's just start this podcast off with a bang. I'm going to I'm going to play a recording. And this recording is of your dad having a conversation with one of the priests. And I've just taken a clipping out of it, and I'm just going to play it so that people can get an idea right away of um, what was going on.
0: Heidi would have never, and you can put this one on the record, Heidi would have never called the authorities for protection if Kingston had protected her. Oh, I I accept that. And therefore, 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 I'm not without fault in this, so don't take this too hard. I not without fault. We we'll put that on record too. I mean, nobody's gonna argue that statement. But um, we wouldn't be up in the courts if Kingston had held up there. Yeah Malcolm, I mean I don't know what to tell you other than I can't I can't disagree
5: with you on anything you said. <laughs> if I did I would tell you but okay. I don't Okay, so Um, let's not. I look at, remember, I told you that to begin with, that I look at this thing as if it was my own daughter. Yeah.
2: He actually has a daughter that is my age exactly. We went to school together.
1: So it's kind of. So your charges, the charges that were laid against him, so obviously he was unfaithful. He was. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. Which I think took a toll on
2: me emotionally Mm -hmm. more than anything. And obviously there was alcohol, heavy alcohol drinking, which didn't help anything. But the the three sexual, the three charges, sorry, one is sexual assault, one is um, battery, and the other is confinement,
3: mm-hmm. which is like
2: holding me in the house and taking my phone away and that kind of thing. So that are the three charges that we don't have a trial date for right now, because they got yet another lawyer and got another extension. The trial was actually supposed to be today, after a huge delay of three years. <clears throat> We thought the judge going right. to
0: see through these extensions? They're going to keep trying to switch lawyers to extend it for eternity. I know, but so there's a, a backlog.
2: Yeah, there's a backlog, though, so that in one sense the court doesn't care because they've got mm-hmm. other cases and they can technically do this to a point. They've had
3: three different lawyers so far. Yeah.
5: yeah. 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 It's there, standard there were- brethren technique. The brethren have done this many, many times. They play for time by swapping lawyers at the last minute, and if you change lawyers... Then you kind of automatically are granted extra time. So that's yeah. why they're doing it. Yeah. Okay, okay that makes sense. sense.
1: Let's go to today's happening and why we decided <laughs> to do this podcast. So you had very much warned them that yes. if they come after Ryan, you're going to go public. Yes. And I today- warned
2: Australia. I warned my parents. And yes. it even went in a letter to Bruce Hales.
1: And today because. they came after Ryan.
2: Yes, they did.
3: And today I told them we'd invite every news channel in the country. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: That's good. Yeah.
0: And get sure. your record it yourself as well. If you have a camera phone, anything, record the whole thing if they show up.
2: Oh yeah. I've got cameras at my house and, and other things. And um,
1: yeah. So um, yeah, it's let's, let's tell the viewers and listeners what you had agreed on for visitation. So you got to understand that her ex has not had anything to do with her son in three years.
0: Three years. Three
1: years. Has not we seen made,
2: him. We made an effort at one point and we tried. Can to anyone say
0: deadbeat dad? Sorry.
2: Yeah so, I know. Wow. I know. And we, I made an effort at one point to do these zoom calls and quite quickly into them. Like I wasn't there for them. My dad was and some other like elders. It upset the child. Like we were back to like He was hiding under the tables. He was shutting himself in cupboards. Like I'm talking about a little boy that is so outgoing. And then when he goes backwards, he is absolutely terrified. So of an adult discussion, when adults just raise their voices, he thinks something terrible is going to happen. So he goes and hides because he doesn't want to see what happens after the adults raise their voices. And from age one to, well, age zero to over four years old, that's what he was used to
1: right? So he so, witnessed what had happened yeah. to you.
2: Yes. He witnessed some of the, the emotional and the physical. Yes.
1: So, so we kind of
4: know how things work in the brethren. Um, when they make a move to protect the husband like this, there's usually some ulterior motive. So yes. what is it that Brendan's family, um, why are they protecting him? Is there money?
2: Is there status? I don't know. I know, like, they moved from Toronto to Kingston to protect, a, like, or to, like, help a smaller locality. But other than that, I honestly have no earthly idea. Like, I really don't. Like, they're well-to-do, but they're not loaded. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Like, we're going through this whole separation paperwork thing right now, and the thing that was agreed upon was that he was going to see him at a local, well, it's just 20 minutes away, but where he'd be supervised. And that was kind of where we were going and we were going to sign all the final paperwork. And to get this letter today, like it upset us.
1: Yeah. And we know that the reason why they sent this letter is you finally left, right? You finally, I mean, you had been holding out and holding out and holding out. And I mean, you've been single for three years. You and Glenn met and had an incredible connection. And I mean, we're very grateful for Glenn. I mean, I you need his protection right now. You needed him to be in the position that he's in right now, because we know without him at your side, you wouldn't be sitting and doing this podcast right now. No, or you just wouldn't be. No. Um. So you there was agreed upon having these supervised visits. What was it? Once a month? What was what was the agreement?
2: I think it was twice a month. Mm-hmm. We were kind of waffling whether it was going to be once a month or twice a month. It was in a supervised spot where like Ryan would have mental health people there and like and so he couldn't ask the probing questions about like you know who's Mm -hmm. his teacher where does he go to daycare where does he go to like all those things Mm -hmm. that don't need to be out there
1: yeah and you've got a restraining order against you've got right you've got a restraining order you've also been followed while being like this was soon after right you had been followed they were trying to build a case against you to discredit you Yes. Right? So that they They could have. Like they brought
2: these things. Well, number one, they sent it to City. But number two, like they brought these various photos and things to my parents.
3: But we'll say, like, in regards to the ulterior motive question, like that first lawyer was $1,000 an hour.
2: From what I understand, Michael Edelson is around $1,000 an hour. Yep. Which is just, I mean, it's not surprising given his clientele, but. Yeah.
0: You know what, But what's interesting to me is the fact that all these links they'll go to, to try and, to try and keep your, your son in the church, right? Yes. And yet Bruce Hales, hasn't he recently preached and prophesied about not
5: caring about the reduction
0: in numbers?
2: He did, <laughs> yes. So why do they care? Yeah.
5: I think I can tell you what the motive is behind all of this, always comes down to Bruce Hales. And and all he is interested in um, is preserving the reputation of the brethren, which has taken a terrific battering in the last few years, thanks to Cheryl and David Wallace and James Fiore. And the and last Richard thing Marsh. they need, yeah, a little bit to do with <laughs> me. Um, the last thing they need is a kind of um, you know, an abusive husband case with all the gory details going up in court. They know it's going to be public. They know it's going to reflect badly on the brethren. That, I can promise you, is the only thing that Bruce Hales cares about. He doesn't care about Heidi. He doesn't care about Ryan. He doesn't even care about Brandon. He doesn't care about any of them. He just doesn't want this public. And I
1: mean, Carmen, you've got some stuff written down there that was that, yeah yeah I
4: think at one point I think Heidi um they told you that they could not have this be a public trial yeah and they wanted you to produce some kind of evidence that you could take to the crown to say that Brandon was making a move in the right direction
2: that's right that was in one of the very many Mm -hmm. like literally hours long discussions that I had to sit through and like across the table from them and be like you know Like this is that I had refused. Interrogations,
0: really. interrogations.
2: They are. So if I'll
4: reiterate what they said. This is three years since you had to leave your abusive husband and take your little child and flee. Um, and three years in, they admit he's made no progress. No. Um, and yet they want you to submit something in writing that they can deliver to the crown to make Brendan look good. What was in and, it for you? Nothing.
3: Well, even after, like, I had put it straight at her father the other day that, like, this is all predominantly male decisions and you've bullied her.
1: Yeah.
3: Straight out because there's no one here to protect her at all. So yeah, you've just yeah. got to up and slay a bully against a young girl. Yeah. Well, he his immediate reaction as soon as like the whole conversation was coming to a close was to try and get her on her own mm-hmm. without me of course, we to of you course.
0: On your yeah but, but they're willing to bring five or six priests you know
1: oh yeah oh yeah yeah the more the merrier you know you know did mm-hmm. you ever feel supported in there by their priests did you ever feel never. like no they had your back no never yeah. And never. I mean, I've, I mean, obviously we've had tons and tons of conversations. Everything really was about cleaning up Brandon's, yeah. his image, right? It was so it was. much about cleaning up Brandon's Im- image. And I mean, my heart just breaks for you because it never was. What no. does Heidi need? Yeah. As a single mom, what does yeah. Heidi need to yes. be able to get through the emotional heartache and wounds that you went through? I mean, what you went through was horrendous like it's like absolutely it, horrendous like my family they despite everything
2: like despite yes like the pressures like i know they love me and they honestly to a point did support me mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she get
3: more support from a local community in a in this little village than she would from there. yeah <laughs>
2: like it's it's really sad so i don't know do you have a the letter that you can bring up or like basically the letter today from the other family lawyer.
1: No, I didn't, I don't have it. I, I um, do have it, but I it's very hard to read.
2: Yeah, it's very hard to read, but basically it's saying that basically starting from him not being around the man and the man not doing anything to prove that he's a decent human being at all. They want him to be around him unsupervised, starting with like most of a day and then more of a day, all the way to weekends. And of course starting right away. Yeah, starting yeah. right away. And it's Sunday they want Ryan. Ryan and- absolutely hates Sundays. Kids have made comments to him about why don't you live with your dad and this and that. Ryan absolutely hates Sundays. They're really difficult for him. And oh, no, we're just going to go straight in there and ask for Sundays. Like, I know why they want to get him around those little friends and, you know, tell him that's the right place to be and
1: all this. Like, I don't.
0: It's, it's brainwashing, right? Yeah. They want to brainwash. What did you call them? it Again? earlier,
1: Lane. It was called religious kidnapping. Yes. Yeah. It, I, I love that name. It's so true. It, it is. It's religious kidnapping. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah
5: and and, and we, we know we've seen so many cases where you've had a, a custody situation like this and that the spouse that remains in the brethren get, gets a visit. And then the next thing you know, oh, the child has been moved to Australia or New Zealand or Sweden or somewhere the other side of the globe. That's what the brethren do. And they know that it's very, very difficult, very, very expensive to try and get a child back from a different country. You'd have to hire lawyers over there and they know they, they can just price you out the market.
2: Yeah, they know full well that I'm paying for my family lawyer here. They know full well now. That and Now that they're going to, we're
1: going to have to take this to court. It's going to be out of my budget. They know yeah, that that's, that's, they, they know, know that they can wall just wall drain wall. your pocket yeah. very fast. Right. Yeah. They that's know why that. I said, let's, we need to do this. We've got to, I know the ex-member community is very supportive in these cases. Um, Let's go. I want to, I want to go back to, Um, was it the summertime where you, you met up in a hotel room and. Yes. So this okay. is very key. So this is very, this is very key. So they. They had asked to meet halfway in between the three
2: localities. yeah so yeah, there was somebody there was a brother from montreal there was a brother from kingston a brother
1: from perth and then just me and my dad and, and up until this point you had been recording every yes every meeting has mm-hmm. been recorded and i'm like yeah i put oh. my phone on the table i was not hiding it no it was all there you know they were being recorded and like i mean some of the stuff is just like mind-blowing but that particular day they asked you to leave your phone right
2: yes they did they wanted us to have no recordings and I, I did tell them I had to have my phone on me because Ryan was at school it was a weekday um but we this was a again a super probably over two hour meeting and just like me as the only girl and these three brothers over there and I sat beside my dad it was a little weird like to go into it they had always sort of been out of business or like little were. I'd never done a priestly in a hotel. That was, that was a first for me, for sure. But, you know, they spoke about a lot of things and, you know, they kept reiterating different messages about, you know, one of the first messages from Mr. Bruce spoke about Brandon getting right and taking responsibility and then the reconciliation being the goal. So like all this recanting and having a picture-perfect family went back to reconciliation, reconciliation, reconciliation. And I would say, well, the man's, completely in the wrong. He's not doing anything about it. So no, I'm not going to reconcile with him. Like that's that's not a thing. But this particular day they knew I'd put an offer in on the house and they knew I'd I'm assuming they knew I had come hoping for signed separation papers, which I needed to get a mortgage on the house I'd put an offer in on. They needed to know that I was off the mortgage in Kingston to do another like yeah. regular bank mortgage here. So their offer to me, which came from just one brother, was that they would buy buy the house. Great. They're going to rent it to me. It wasn't even going to be mine. They're going to rent it to me. And in exchange, I can't even remember the third thing, there was three things that we needed to do. One of them was that I take all the charges off the table. And the second thing was that basically Brandon could see Ryan. Like no supervision, no whatever. Nothing. That was a big and like, they didn't even get to the end of their spiel. And I just said, no, no, no. I said, no,
0: they're really bad at negotiating. Really
2: and bad. Then like, well,
1: this is a really generous offer. And I'm like, no, no. And did it, did it, I mean, obviously it was coming across as a bribe, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I told them
2: later, I was like, don't go bribing me. I am mean, you can't buy me. I told them that later. I told the Montreal brother that later because you can't buy me. Mm-hmm. I said yes I want a house and yes I'm sick of living in a basement while well, he's living in our big house in Kingston scot-free with nothing to worry about follow la la of course that I'm really desperate to get a space of my own right and being in the Brethren you can't just rent an apartment I couldn't just rent an apartment I would have had to rent the whole house so at that point is when I realized I might as well do a mortgage payment over and I even asked about that meeting I was like well hey can we work out a deal and I could like pay mortgage payments to you so the house is in my name no 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 that was not
5: so, they were there. keeping control, in other words. So, oh, yeah. if you had taken the offer and then you decided to leave the brethren, they'd have evicted you, obviously. Oh,
2: yeah. I knew that. I said, yeah. I'm not going to live in a spot yeah. that can be ripped out from under me.
1: I made yeah. it very clear.
5: And so, how yeah. much would it cost them to buy the house? I mean, how much money were they effectively? 000. Yeah. So, that they was... were
1: offering you 400000 to drop the charges. So 395 yeah. exactly. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, you did take that to the police, though, right? I did today, actually.
5: Yeah.
1: After yeah. today, yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Have yeah. they made so any happy.
4: attempt to force him to pay cast, pay
2: child support yeah. payments? So I did that. Okay, good. Ago. Yeah, so yeah, he has back pay, but at the moment he is paying, which is why I'm able to have this house. Obviously having Glenn here eventually with the work permit and stuff, it will help, but- But that takes time. That's like, you're does. looking at six Three months. to six months at least, apparently. We met with the labor lawyer yesterday. Mm-hmm. On, yeah. on zoom but yeah yeah it's when you just
3: going when you go to apply for it it says on, that it's at minimum of 21 weeks yeah yeah yeah
1: um
2: one thing i will say like we noticed right away ryan is just so happy like he's like well, so excited about all the things like i've noticed that yeah yeah, yeah. like he's yeah. just so so happy and like Yes, he'd been video chatting with Glenn and like, like always wanted to say goodnight and good morning. And oh, is that Glenn? Is that is it Glenn? And and all that. But like right away, like the morning, he just like right in and shook his hand and then just right between us. Like Yeah. And yeah, it's been so sweet to see. And he's so proud to tell all his friends about it too. It's just the (laughs) cutest thing.
5: (laughs) That's cool. Well, one one thing, Glenn, you can do without a work permit. You're allowed to do washing, ironing dishwashing okay. clean the bathroom vacuum the floor mow the grass and i believe and that's, he's all, that's all doing all permitted yeah well yeah. i'll tell you a little yeah. secret um but you I can't you breakfast. can't pay him to do it that's all
2: <laughs> i'm not no. he made breakfast this morning and i got coffee for the first time in my life brought up to my room nobody's ever made Good coffee man. and brought it to me i'm like what is this, this is that's a whole new awesome
5: thing.
2: i know when so i came cool. up from work the other day and the dishes were done Ahem, and it was lovely. that me talk. To you.
0: Is there any other things you're really like looking forward to and excited to try?
2: I think I'm even more excited for Ryan. Well, number one, just to not be scared. Like every time I go out, like I can go to the grocery store now. Too bad if they really want to follow me. Like <laughs> Glenn's not going to be so impressed. <laughs> but
3: Let's just know that like I've spent the best part of the last half of my life in a truck, so having a home life is something I'm pretty grateful for.
5: Well. Uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, been got, so nice you got your ears pierced yes I did
2: so that was today and then a week ago yeah the length of the hair and bangs and and it was yeah it was funny it's such a small I got them done like in the next town over but even they were like oh I've heard of that like one of my sister worked for one of the businesses here locally and <laughs> I won't tell that story but yeah um she's
3: joining yeah. the rebels <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's um I don't know. And they're so worried about like even today they called me in to tell me the letter had been sent, you know. And like it's just the testimony of me driving around with Glenn in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> I am not part of that, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Like, and they even said, like, they're like, well, what if it comes back and Bruce Hale says just go with the separation, not the divorce? I literally said, I'm going with the divorce. It doesn't
1: matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't
2: matter. What anymore. he says, yeah. 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 They,
0: and like, I, I don't think they can think outside the framework, no. some of these people, right? right. They, they can't. Yeah, but he said it. But he said it. It's like, yeah, but when you drop, when you let go of that backpack of belief that this guy has some superpowers and you take that backpack off, all the fear that was in that backpack is gone too, right? You're like, yeah, I don't care what he yeah. says. I'm going to do the divorce yeah. anyway. That's beautiful.
2: And we were talking, like I was talking to my parents a little bit about the other church I've gone to and how it made me feel when I was there. What was their comment? I can't even remember. And oh, I they, spoke to them about, like, we don't have to follow a man.
3: They called us hypocrites because.
2: Oh, yeah. Because we're living in sin.
3: We're living in sin. Living
2: in sin. A church. That's, <laughs> really a, that's a real.
3: But I said, but you speed on the way to
2: church. (laughs) (laughs) They speed on the way to church all the time.
5: Yeah, and they're over the limit. So they're driving in sin. That's even worse.
0: (laughs) I can tell you, uh, for 14 years, I've been living in sin. And it feels
1: amazing. It's so good. Oh my goodness! It's just yeah. I. I mean, the biggest thing is your safety. Yeah. The biggest thing is Ryan's safety. Yeah, um, he cannot
2: be pulled back into this.
1: That no. little boy is going through so
2: much. He's come so far. Like he sees a child worker as well, and he has on and off pretty much since we got here. Which that thing is covered by the government here, like um, because like, through the victim services and because of my PTSD and stuff, but. He has come so far, and like I'm not letting him be dragged like dragged back mm-hmm. into all that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. He deserves to play with friends that don't care. Yeah, you know they're not going to criticize him. And I found it kind of entertaining, a little bit, that they're in, like they want him all Sunday, but he's not vaccinated, so he can't go into the meeting room. But I guess that just <laughs> whoop, went out of the way for a little minute there. Yeah,
1: because, yeah, um, that's
2: funny you know all, yeah. we, we weren't welcome for weeks and weeks and weeks we got a lovely little email every week saying we weren't welcome no you're not welcome you know and yeah. all of a sudden whoop we're just gonna we're gonna that's all gone now because you know
3: well the yeah. parents didn't really like it when I told them that they've been me
2: like a yeah they didn't like <laughs> that one Glenn spoke about treat me like a it was funny they didn't disagree with a lot of the
1: things but it's just it's hard I it feel was, for them
3: yeah it was pretty sad It is sad.
1: This is the saddest part of it all is when now this family is being ripped apart just because of some crazy separation rule. Yeah. And and let's
0: remember that that it's not Heidi doing anything. It's them. It's the family that is going to slowly pull themselves away and say, we can't talk to you now, or you're not allowed to come to church now, or you're not this, you're not that. It's them. They do it to themselves. Like, yeah. I, know.
3: I said some things about being brainwashed and like oh. it really struck a nerve with them oh. and um, they, they adamant, they're not brainwashed, but they don't even understand. Every yeah, single they don't understand. is brainwashed to some extent. Like-, like brainwashing is simply like your subconscious mind hearing the same thing enough times for mm-hmm. it to be deeply seated in there that you do it naturally.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And you don't yep. realize that you're doing it. Yeah. No. And I mean, I mean, throughout your priestly visits, right? They were, I mean, they just were so harsh with you. They, they were, were like so harsh relentless. With you. Just yeah,
2: like, like nonstop. And like, finally, I just have to be like, somebody else is looking after Ryan. Like, I have to go. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. And I think <laughs> and that's I mean, been the hardest thing since I made my decision, like officially. Officially, is just so much worrying about his safety. But now that I've got Glenn here, it's just a huge lift off of me. Yeah. And the fact that, like, we just, we really just clicked right into life together just so quickly. Sometimes
1: it's just meant to be, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it is. Like, there wasn't even a shift. There wasn't even a difficult anything. It's just been, yeah. Yeah. I think Glenn's a new favorite, which is a little, you know, hard for
1: me, but I'm. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, it's just, we've just got to get through. You've got, you know, criminal court that trial date that's got to be set up. You've got family law that's being taken care of to get custody. I mean, that's yeah. the biggest thing is getting custody of him. Yeah. And I mean, we've there's so many things that they've admitted to. I mean, they've admitted to his infidelity. Right. Oh Yes. It, yeah. it, Finally. One hundred percent admitted that he was unfaithful. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that, again,
2: is like a whole like, I don't understand in normal circumstances. Who would be gone? yeah
1: mm-hmm. like and then like they talk about this living in sin yet i think like, this is what i don't get even with my own personal case is that they talk about this whole living in sin yet they have i mean pedophiles living in maple creek they've got <laughs> <rape> <laughs> abusers living in, Perth, we Ontario, in Kingston, and we Perth, just and let them happily go on right and then they just they but yet they they go to the people who are trying to if expose
3: what, like, what's that
1: I know.
2: I feel, like I I read out a letter to my parents and I said I cannot be part of a cult uh-huh. that treats the victims like absolutely terrible and supports the rapists and abusers straight across the board. I can't do that. If I'm being we're, like we're done. If we're Good
3: living for in, you. we're living
5: in hell.
2: Like I don't understand They are.
5: They are. Good point. So was but, your was your husband? Was he like withdrawn from for doing this to you? No. Or
1: no. Not even, even fine at least. Not even shut up. Not even so shut up, not for the Did he have to method.
0: did he have to confess in the meeting that he that no. he physically beat his wife?
1: No,
2: no. And back when the infidelity thing started to come out, a message went but, to Mr. Hale's. It wasn't all of the truth, I can tell you that.
3: I had to publicly confess that I had a Nokia 3315.
5: Oh man. Glenn, I, 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 I I'm gonna block you right away.
2: <laughs> but like back when that happened, they were like, oh goodness, right. So he was Mr. Hale said, Oh, he has three months to say a certain blur, but you know, it was a scripture that told a little bit, but not too much in the meeting. A year went by and I'm like, he's never said it. And then randomly one care meeting, he just picks up my ex picks up the mic and says something to the effect of, you know, I've gone back on things I like the brethren's forgiveness and done. Boom i'm like okay so we can all just i mean not that i want to sleep around but we can just sleep around and have a happy old time whatever we want to do and all you got to do even, is
1: repeat something in the camera yeah, you, you just gotta what say i've reason? gone back
2: on things what like excuse? that's
0: not how the law how works it's be the yeah like <laughs> it's and got a, bit of a problem
2: yeah i just yeah and so that was that and i brought it up later and it was like i sent a letter and then it came back to the north american commission and then it was like a brother was assigned to just help me and you know i could call him if i Felt like I was struggling with it you know from time to time but he didn't want me talking to that brother because then he felt that he could message young sisters you know so that's so I couldn't talk to that brother for support after a while because you know it would be very similar to him messaging young sisters right I mean it's not a problem that he's married right no problem at all like yeah
1: and I mean, we're not talking about right that he just met somebody in the back alley and hand, hand oh no, hand. this is something I mean, that we're, we're talking six accounts that landed you in the hospital. We've got like forcible confinement, right? Like yep. well, these are like huge criminal charges, and that's their biggest thing is they don't want him to have a criminal record. And I yeah. though know they've done this big, huge sob story. They went back to the crown and they did this big Yeah, they wrote a, sob a letter story. about you know what an
2: important part and you know, his job and how important it is. He doesn't have these records and la-di-da-di-da.
1: Yeah, no, that I, is don't, that I don't... That's not about think he Heidi and, and her emotional him. scarring, her mental scarring. It's all about how can we get him out of this position so yeah. that he doesn't have a criminal record. Nothing they want a is done with slate. the victim. Yeah, They literally they
0: bullied the print. victim. They bullied the victim.
1: And they just want him to have a clean
2: slate. And just get rid of it all. And it's going to be a pretty little picture. And woo like And
3: parents were adamant the other night that they hadn't tried to make you go back to
2: that the, they haven't personally no no but the priests oh yes
1: yeah yes they yeah. have yes they yeah they most i mean yes. it's always been directed yes. at that right that, yeah that, it's
2: always been the reconciliation the yeah like yes. yes i realized that there came a point where they realized i wasn't gonna go to and they were like well you know we wouldn't wouldn't want you to go back right now <laughs> thank you i wasn't gonna anyway it's like
3: but the unfaithful side of things too like um it was to an extent of even with guests that were in their own house
2: yeah while while
3: heidi was there like
2: and that just oh my god yeah and it's that's not a that i'm supposed to just
1: forget i just do not see how they are thinking clearly on this that they are going to be able to get and it's just the sad thing is is they have their hands and all of this money and now that you've left you know i mean i'm going to just call them out on it you know that they are just going to use the biggest amount of finances whatever they can to be yeah. able to yeah. they're going to try get ryan with that finance. that's exactly money, what they're going
3: to try.
0: Yeah. Um, like off all our families <laughs>
2: <laughs> basically they're going to now use that in whatever capacity Like, don't
0: right? pressure your family too which is sad. yeah
2: like they offered at one point like oh you know we could pay for your lawyer and i'm like no i know full well that like then they'll have control of it
1: yeah
2: right like, yeah, I was, like that I'm only came after family. you
1: were complaining about
2: oh yeah right? that got I mean, brought up to them when i found out about edelson and i'm like well yeah. huh, hello yeah.
1: Like well
4: and i think your dad made the comment he said so you went and got you know your ex a lawyer and you got him edelson And they said, yes, we were counseled to get him the very best lawyer we could get. And then your dad dad said, and then your dad said, so why would you go get a weasel like Edelson? And they came back with, that's what we were counseled to do. So you've got brethren priesthood counseling brethren to get the best paid lawyer they can get to come against a sister. Now, where does that fall into this? No,
5: I thought there was some scripture about not, you know, getting a lawyer against your own brethren, but maybe well, it doesn't apply to sisters, me. you know. They um, told me
2: originally like yeah. I shouldn't have taken it because brethren don't go against brethren. And I was like, Well, I wasn't being protected. So I had to do yeah. something, right? Like
5: run. the
0: audacity of these people.
2: Yeah. Yes. And like I told like when my sister, like I said, I think they thought I didn't have a breaking point. I said, and I do. Yeah. And oh, I
4: tears for pride, Heidi.
1: You could fill up an ocean with how much you, you know. have cried through this. Like, it's just, I, I wish so bad that we w- could show the viewers the journey that you've gone through I know. the last three years has just been, it's just heart-wrenching, absolutely heart-wrenching. And, and I think of- the, the worst part of it is I know that there's other brethren girls
2: that yeah. go through this and I don't know if they're really to the same extent that I do, but it's always the go back thing. And they go back and this happens again. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happens. You know, maybe it's not quite as bad because now the guy knows they're being watched. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's worse. We don't Mm -hmm. know. But
0: that idea that in his head that he thinks he's above the law, that he can do those kind of things, that hasn't been gotten out of his brain. Right? He hasn't. He hasn't gone to a real psychiatrist and gotten. Yeah, that's what I said. He needs to
1: go to treatment. He needs needs to go to treatment. But it's going to be in his head because they're okay
2: to protect him from doing these things. He's just going to think I can keep doing this stuff and they're going to protect me.
3: Well, I can say if there's any any young brethren boys that ever watch this, teach your sisters the box. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, well, and
2: and
4: not to belabor the point, but go back to. They're willing to pay for his lawyer. This is a sexual assaulter, a bully, an abuser, and he's unfaithful. Okay. But because he's the man, they're willing to pay for yes, his lawyers. Exactly but they oh. want to, they they make you a young woman who they won't allow to go to college to better herself. They won't allow you to support yourself. Um, They won't stick up for you. They won't pay for your lawyer. They leave you on the lurch, but they pay for his legal fees. And he's allowed to stay in the meeting, in fellowship with all of this, and not even get confined. They don't have to protect the assembly anymore from rapists, assaulters, bullies, abusers.
0: Uh, That can all be absorbed
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the assembly <laughs> is the highest court. That's what I keep I thinking. want them
0: to explain that to the judge. Just well, explain I want it, to it that you did it and you prayed it exploded. away. You <laughs> prayed it away.
2: I remember right? it's like a great big diaper and it just all <laughs> and then we put it in the track. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, eventually, eventually that garbage can going to overflow. And that's going to come out. And that's what we're doing. We're showing all the cameras. Mm -hmm. We're taking the cameras and we're turning it on the shit pile.
1: And I mean, the thing is, is they were just, it was always about Brandon's image and a lot of those priestly visits, right? It was how can we correct Brandon's image? How can we make him look good in the eyes of the crown? How can we make him look good to get these charges? Everything was about how can we do this? So the crown will drop the charges, right? It's, you know, I let's, let's, I want to back up a bit. Because you have an interesting story on how you and Brandon got together, right? I mean, and I think that I think it plays into here on how it was really a very shotgun wedding. I really pushed together. I shouldn't say shotgun, but it was. Yeah. I mean, it was.
2: So we did things like we had time alone before we were married and we did things that they considered inappropriate. And so we were kicked out. It was about six months. And in that time period, I did try to leave once. I didn't like how I was being treated during that time. And I did try to leave. And at that point, like it was a train ride. My sister, and my brother-in-law ended up coming and getting me and I came back. And I actually spoke about that in the letter to my parents. Like I said, I wished sometimes that I left then because then I wouldn't have a child that had to go through this absolute nightmare. Like I feel it sometimes like it was my fault in some way. But so I ended up coming back. And then quite quickly after that, more messages came and went. And we were told that Mr. Hale said we had to get married. And so it was about two weeks after that.
0: That's a cult leader forcing marriage, by the way, listeners. That's a cult leader forcing people to get married. Go on, sorry.
2: No, that's okay. So we ended up, we got married, like in less than a month, boom, chakalaka. I was in Montreal at my sister's, because I wouldn't go back to Perth. I was really mad. They've got tons of wedding shops there. We bought a dress off the shelf. You should have seen the people like, you're getting married in two weeks, really? How long have you known him? And I'm just like, no comment. Um, you know, like, what are you supposed to say at that point? You know, like how long yeah. you've been planning this wedding? Oh, just a couple of days, you know? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. like we, boom, there we were married and there we were. And we weren't even to talk to each other at the meeting room until, you know, our vows were done in this whole scenario. And like, we didn't even have, like my ex had just bought a house. We didn't have possession of it. We had to rent his brother's house because we were married, right? Like we just all of a sudden. So let's clarify
3: for
4: a second. They forced you to get married because you guys did less than your husband's in faithfulness now. Correct.
0: Let's, let's, let's correct. clarify the listeners. Yeah. Okay? So let's like, put the out there there for our listeners.
4: They fooled around.
0: Okay. That's what, yeah. what we call it. In the of, yeah. They fooled around. They yeah. did not have sex. And the church sat was on like, a park you guys together, have to get I'm married wicked. because you fooled around? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like what century okay. are we in?
2: No, but then we found out later that Mr. Hales did not say we had to get married.
0: My dad oh, said they that it. Later.
2: No, no, they said it was going to be my choice. Well, my dad—that <clears> my <throat> dad to this day because he—I kn- don't think he would have let
1: me marry the man.
2: Yeah, but he was mm, doing no. it because and I he thought it was you, appropriate. You guys
1: were only caught on a park bench. That's what what it was. You guys were sitting on a park bench. I can't even remember what we were caught. Is what it we, was? We had to write out lists of all the things we'd did done.
3: You, did you hold it? Yes, oh. I
2: did. Oh. Yeah, you know, we had to write the list, abuse. and they would come back and they say, "No, there's more that you're not telling us," and I'm like, "No, there's not." And this is disgusting yeah, emotional abuse. Yeah, insane. yeah, you know, we did a lot of things. Let me tell you, but um, <laughs> and there was a lot of rumors though, really. that went around that you had to. Deal there was with rumors. Back. There was rumors that I was pregnant. And
3: uh-huh.
2: excuse me, but like, I'm not that stupid. Yeah, like, you can't is. get pregnant if you, you know. Anyway, so... They
0: don't know, though, because they have no sex education. You know? I'm sorry, <laughs> they
2: don't, right?
0: Yeah, their, their sex education book was The Old Woman Who
3: Swallowed a Floor.
2: Yeah, basically. <laughs> those pages are glued together in our textbooks. Like, we can't do that. But it, it's just really sad that, like, they shouldn't have a right to, to do that, and then, no. then I end up marrying somebody that's clearly not ready to be married. I'm not saying I was either, but... But you, you, no
0: offense but you guys didn't even know each other either right like you I didn't really even know no. each other and they forced not
2: that. properly no and then there were six months where we would not talk like we get to the meeting room and i get out of the car and i'm you know grandpa k right after me in his wheelchair because he was still alive at that time and like we go and sit in the front row and we're just supposed to look straight ahead until the vows we hadn't seen each other in over six months
0: what, right what but there was a sick what, what to explain the six month gap period
2: that's when we were shut up both of us we were yeah. not allowed to talk yeah. to each other. No, no, no. Yeah. Like Sitting in the basement, not having meals with our families. That whole that whole scenario thing. Yes. yes. Completely
4: uh, isolated. So yeah. and, and then boom,
0: and it was come Spanish
4: back and boom, Spanish get married. Spanish. And for it's our outside months. viewers, for our outside viewers, um, being confined or being shut up is a six month period of shunning. You can't speak to anyone that you knew. You can't have well, to do with your family.
3: Was, uh, I was shut up from...
0: 23
2: to 25. It can yeah, be about. longer, but there's no so, oh, yeah, minimum. it can. It can. But yeah, but, but
0: yeah, it, is, it is a complete shunning. Social yeah. isolation. Yeah. yeah six months of dead.
4: isolation where you do not speak to this guy, and all of a sudden you come back and you're expected to get married. Yeah, it's and that's what it was. it was.
2: Yeah, it was, and then we boom, chuckle look, and we got there. We were like it was, yeah, it was whew yeah and in the weddings are all like at that we were one of the first ones in perth that the wedding was only held at the meeting room. so we got like you're given a time you have to get there by this time and you have to leave by, I think it was six or seven so we got there and I um had a local married lady take our pictures and you know we managed to scrape a few things together for the food table and no alcohol I think there is now at weddings but back then there was no no alcohol or anything and because at that time the rules were only family at the weddings well, that would have been my family and my grandpa. And so I think my dad contacted John Anderson. He said, no, I'd have like the relatives or whatever was approved because we had some other relatives in the so So they all, they all came around and stayed. But, yeah, you, you get out and we were like, oh, very nice to see you. You know, haven't seen you in a while. There we are, you know.
3: By, by the way, <laughs> so i am got to say that if this had been in Australia, I don't think for one minute they would have supported Brandon. Mm, interesting. interesting. I think Heidi would have been looked after.
2: They've looked after some. There's no Perhaps. way
3: known that they would stake their face on a dude like that. Mm-hmm. Like for the sheer fear that it ends up like this. Mm. I don't think, I don't think, I think there's a big miscommunication. Between I think the countries.
1: that there's something we don't know. Yeah, I do too. Why they are protecting him the way that they're protecting him? Because yeah. he should have been shut up, even just for the seven days. He,
0: he
3: would have been history, a long Especially time. Especially
1: with all the proof. I mean, like you ended up in the hospital. You've been to the yeah. police. There's a criminal court case happening. Like
3: it wouldn't just... have gone past one occasion like that in Australia. Never mind to
2: been... now help the man try to bring his child back into the mess. like
1: just stop and I mean I' I remember I remember you talking lots right when you've been talking with the crown assistant and stuff like that yeah. with with just you sobbing telling the crowns the crown the crown assistant how there's just no way that he should be around children that he should be around other like he, this man needs help. And yeah. I really related to that when you were telling me about that because it's it's the same thing as how I feel about my perpetrator. These men yeah. need treatment. They need to be taken out of society. They need to be placed in treatment until, I don't know, keep them there for the rest of their life or until their actual brain heals, if it's possible, right? Like, But going just, to Zoom meetings isn't going to do it. No, so and just reading some scripture it. at no. a care meeting is not going to do it. Take us back. Take us back to... Your defining moment of where you knew you needed to pack extra bags.
2: It was, I was working for Life Touch at that time. I was a bit rebellious. After Ryan started school, I loved photography. So I got a job at a worldly
1: company. So let's just define rebellious as she's talking right now. <laughs> ah. She's saying rebellious because she wasn't working for a brethren company. So yeah. I just want the listeners and viewers to understand that her rebellious is just she's working for a non-Brethren. Company. Yeah, that's
3: pretty big. because like a she's married, working for staff. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was a huge. <laughs> it's just thing most anyway. listeners are gonna hear rebellious and think you're out, you know, smoking pot or something like that. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> smoking Gosh. pot, more like meth. At
4: least. Yeah,
2: no, and so I worked for them for a couple months, and during that time, it was not wonderful. Like, I had days on the job where I could hardly stand, and like my like non-community coworkers. Just were just appalled that I thought that I should just stay in a situation like that. They knew without me even saying anything. And then it was one of the hospital nurses that mentioned that, you know, if I didn't get out, that they were going to have to involve child services. And that was it for me. I was done. No, there was no way in the world I was going to lose Ryan over that. And so they give you help. Like they give you a code where you can text and that kind of thing. And they said, like, pack the bags. You'll have a moment where you can. um,
1: Like, you'll so- know. You, you packed those bags and took your chance and you went to your parents and you lived yep. in, in your parents' basement for the last... Yep, until, yeah, until for
2: almost three years until I bought this house. yeah yep.
3: was December, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, December. So I like, it was a lot. It was a lot for them too, because they're constantly getting pressures from all sides with from various people to do whatever, right? Whether it be like, I know my dad wouldn't have sent me home because he, he wanted me safe. that's That's not what he wanted for me you know, which is, it's really sad. It's, it, I don't know. It's, it's heartbreaking really, but it hate, like, I hate that I've hurt them Mm
3: -hmm. by doing this, Mm -hmm.
2: but I just hope that like someday they can realize like, they want me to look at it from above and see if I'm doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. I wish I could just say to them, then, then repeat the process. Like, look at this overall. Mm -hmm. Like my mom said to me today, the letter that I read them the other night was not the Heidi she knows. Yeah, well, they kind of ruined the Heidi that she knew like that. Yeah,
1: that Heidi no longer is there, right? No. When you no. get put through that much interrogation, that much um, abandonment, that much bullying um, on top of your sexual abuse scarring, your everything that you went through with your ex, that person no longer exists. And I think that sometimes is hard for people to wrap their head around. Um, I've I've had that land on my lap many times is like, well, that's just you know, it's just not who you are, who you it's not who I know. Like, you know what? That girl's no longer. We have had to learn how to pull our asses back up, stand on our feet, and figure out how to put our life together with very, very little resources. Yep. And And nobody
2: to look to and say. Yeah, nobody to look to and say, oh, I know that person. She's done that. Yeah. There was nobody that I could look to in the exact same situation. Because when I looked around, the people that I knew that had similar things, they were back with their partners.
1: Yeah. if my partner hadn't and been shut up and left. Like, I guess one of the things that we're asking um, the ex-member community for Heidi is to be able to, if you can write down a statement that, that have experienced similar issues with child custody... We just want to get as many statements and witnesses to their own accounts that we can have to be able to submit to the court, to be able to submit to um, certain personnel. So if you can do that and send it to that And that's all worldwide. It does not have to just be Canada. We would like that from worldwide. um, People that have had to go through horrible child custody cases and what happened in them, if you can give just your testimony and send it in. That'd be super helpful, we'd
4: really, and I think that. in particular, we would like if anybody has any experience with a child being taken overseas. Like, I think one of the concerns is flight risk because yeah. Yeah. the brethren have it's so kidnapping. much money that rather than face a court case or, or rather than lose a court case, they will pick up the child that's involved in the custody case and fly it to another country. So, if anybody has experienced that, and I know a lot of our viewers have because mm-hmm. I've heard from them if they could write so that Heidi has you know, documentation to hand to the court and say, this is yeah. why I'm concerned. It's not just that I'm overly emotional. Right. This is what yes. the brethren do. Yeah. They will yeah. take my child and they will fly him to New Zealand so yeah. that they don't, so they don't lose the court case because they don't like to lose. They have too much money to lose.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even just like, I feel like in my case, it would be to get the child to further Get at the, me.
3: The last yeah. place they're going to probably fly him to is either Australia or New
2: Zealand. <laughs> now they know you're here. And <laughs> problem, but,
3: <laughs> like, but
2: it is, it is a, it's a thing. It's you never know what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like well,
5: one thing, one thing that. that's one thing that's really clear to me, Heidi, is. I mean, I understand you feeling bad that you're hurting your parents and your your sister and so on. But what you're doing, you're not doing it selfishly for yourself. You're mm-hmm. doing it for Ryan. I am. And they need to understand that. Yeah. I mean, just as they would like to protect you, you're committed to protecting your son. I, am. I mean, already he's better. Already his his I life know. has improved enormously. Just yeah. hold on to that.
1: And he deserves you really that. Can see that. Like,
5: yeah. You just yeah.
1: see that in just the instance that we've talked from before into now. He's just he's just so much lighter and freer and yeah. he's spot, like he's just. Yeah, he's really changed.
2: He has, and he is like he is a sweet kid. Like I don't, I don't know other children like closely that have been through this kind of thing, but he has bounced back like -hmm. just incredibly well. Like he is such like a loving, happy child Mm -hmm. that if yeah, that's what we just want for him to be able to continue to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. he deserves a happy family. He deserves me to be happy. He deserves to be have a father in his life that's there and present and cares for him. Mm -hmm. You know
1: yeah yeah and
2: that he doesn't have to be afraid of no and that he knows it's not going to hurt his mom you know and that he knows it's not going to come in the door from work who knows how like not be scared right like yeah like even already he's just just so happy to see Glenn like we got him at daycare the last two days because it's March break and and before he leaves, like when we drop him in the morning, yeah, he's like, bye, Glenn. Like,
1: <laughs> Kids, know. Kids have an intuitive feeling over, you know, who they can trust and who they feel safe with, right? Like, yeah. it's, yeah. 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 He, is, he is a different kid. I have to say that he is a yeah. different kid.
2: Well, yeah. I want to thank you so much for having us, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you, what would you, what would you say to the brethren in this instance? There's a
2: lot that I want to say, but I really want to say that they have chosen to, yes, to support somebody that is just immoral and that just doesn't represent any form of a nice, like person or father or friend or anything. Yeah, and that they just don't bully people; just let them live. Yeah. You know, there's no need to bully
1: people. People, this whole living to- in sin thing is is, you know what come on put the mirror on right like you've got so many of them are living in sin in there that
3: it surely surely this surely this can make them a few of them see that hey we might be in a cult yeah you know it's it's so played down it's so like that is such a evil thing to think you know or the the brainwashing thing seriously mm-hmm. that's just li- literally the workings of a your subconscious mind mm-hmm. look at the workings of your
0: mind yeah <laughs> built-in sub- triggers built-in triggers to they're, they're built in to your to fear right it's yeah, built-in in fear, fear yeah. triggers exactly. so you do something and you're like they told me not to do it so i should now feel guilty about it and you know what that is that's putting on another fucking backpack you just did that to yourself literally And do you you control the masses. and when you when you let go of their brainwashing it it can happen like this you can just go i don't believe that anymore i'm not going to go and burn
3: in
5: hell
3: do you ever remember being scared of like you know, it was some, of these, some of these old men, when they'd stand up on Tuesday night and they'd like roar at you about all sorts of stuff, and you'd be, wow, you know, I was... like all those times that you were told that you're ruined for the world. How many times were you told, like, as a, from a tiny little sponge yeah. of a brain, you're mm-hmm. ruined for the world, you're ruined for the world, you're ruined for the mm-hmm. world.
2: And like, even still, like, they're like all the evil out there, and I'm like, they are protecting something that is so evil. And nobody deserves to live through that. No matter if you're brethren or not brethren, nobody deserves that. No. Never, ever. And I think that's what I like anybody that's in the brethren, out of the brethren, like just, you don't deserve that. Nobody no. does. No, you no. know? And I think that's what I hope comes out of this in some form too, that nobody deserves to live like that.
1: No. Yeah. No. You know, right. And
2: there is a way out, you know, like if I'd said three years ago that I'd be lucky enough to find somebody like Glenn and Ryan and I would be this happy. I'd have thought you'd be crazy, you yeah. know? But we're just I think we're grateful, aren't we?
3: Yeah, I thought of that track forever
5: too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mean, that I... the brethren's the, the brethren's whole mantra, what what do they call it, their um founding statement is separation from evil, Heidi. And that's exactly what you've done.
2: Yeah, I actually read Seriously that out to them dead. in the letter.
5: Exactly.
2: I did. I read out, I said, like for somebody that preaches separation from evil. I am separating myself from people that are willing to support that. I I spoke about that in my letter.
0: If they can find you or eventually withdraw from you and they let you know, just be like, I already drew from you. (laughs) (laughs) I can find you. You're all confined. Um, And they are. I want to, I want to, I want to say something before we get off uh, today. First off, I want to say, please click on the link. help Heidi out. Any amount can help her out. She's going against a multi-billion dollar cult that are going to funnel money into the bad side, the abuser. So please give anything you can to help her out.
4: Yeah. And there's two options. There's the, there's going to be a a, um, Canadian option and there is a U.S. PayPal that is set up so that If people from the United States want to donate to it, you can go straight to the US PayPal.
0: Perfect.
1: And I think, Heidi, sorry, just before you go into what I want to know what you want to talk about, Lane, is I think you also need to understand, Heidi, of how much you have stood up for yourself in this, how much that you have challenged every priestly visit, how you stood up and you challenged them right to the point of calling. (laughs) <laughs> you're ex an asshole right? Oh, yeah, that didn't but, work. right you you never backed down and that no. is what a mother is supposed to do that is yeah. how a mother stands up for her child no matter the cost the cost here is you have to let go of your family and any friends you had in there anybody it's, it's gone right yeah, it's gone. but we do it for our child and yeah. that is why any person and any female wife whoever is in there that's going through what you're going through you do this for your child my parents didn't do it for me I wish they had but you know what that you fought for so much Heidi you have fought for so much and yes it has drained absolutely every penny that you have had um you're I mean I know we're very grateful that you were able to be able to get the house the way that you got it and be able to have that foundation yeah but you know that there is a lot to come. You have a lot of support out here. There is going, I mean, we've had a lot of support along the way, but we just need to grow that support a little bit. Okay, go ahead, Lane.
0: Uh, Point number two, please like and subscribe to our channel, because what that helps do, and ring the bell, because then you'll get notifications every time we have a new video. Um, But what it helps do is it helps bring our videos to the top of searches in YouTube about exclusive brethren or Plymouth Brethren Christian Church, right? So by liking, subscribing, you help boost it. Third point, didn't want to have to bring this up, but I have to now, okay? Because some of you people think that it's okay to harass other hosts of this podcast about my atheism. If that's a problem with you, you can talk to me. There's the email right there, info.getlab. All you have to do is put Lane in the subject bar. It'll come right to me and we can talk and we can talk about it. Because in 30 seconds, I'll talk scientific circles around you until your mind explodes. Okay, so please <laughs> leave the other hosts alone. And I'm allowed to be an atheist and I'll promote my atheism as much as I fucking want. Rental.
2: That was a Lane. <laughs> thing well, that was lame. No, definitely a Lane thing. <laughs> should should I, we I, all I say?
5: Had to do it. Should, <laughs> should we all say amen, or would that not be appropriate <laughs> in the circumstance? Amen.
1: I think what Lane's just trying to get at is that we all have a lot on our plate, How and should I, should I think if you have issues with Lane, take them up with Lane. I would Wait, love to, because those are his beliefs those aren't my beliefs those aren't carmen's beliefs those aren't richard's beliefs those aren't anybody else's beliefs lane has his beliefs i have my beliefs carmen has hers richard has his and i think we just need to make sure that we're addressing the right people because there's a lot on our plate right now there yes. is so much on our plate right now i'm like i mean i yes. use the word every morning i'm gotten dry on me, right there's a lot on our plates right now um glenn and heidi are at our forefront um you, you know yeah. that we, we got your back. We're going to try and do as much as we can for you. Um, it is so important for Brian's sake that yes. we give him the freedom that he knows he deserves and that yeah. we know he deserves. Yeah. And we're behind you 100% in any way, shape or form. I, I wish know. I lived closer. Um, really, I wish I lived closer. Uh, yeah, I just... I'm super grateful that Glenn was able to make it here. Yeah. I'm yeah. grateful that you've got this support system in behind you. Yes. Um, unfortunately, and your your
0: bravery, Hydre, for coming on today this soon after leaving um, the cult is is really admirable. Yes. Yeah, we was good, learned.
2: <laughs> like, I, I'm. A, yeah, I know yeah. you're worried about me. I I just <laughs> it's oh, wait, when it's- I got that letter today. I just like, and I even told my parents again today. I said like, we warned you guys like and i know that what is going public means like we're gonna do what's best for ryan they don't know what that is you know like so you know we will do whatever it takes right now to make sure that ryan can live like a happy safe healthy life and that's all we want
1: right so yeah
0: so please help us out if you can we'll help her out i mean please
1: and we're just grateful for everybody's support that have come our way in this especially this last week has had a like a like an incredible overwhelming response of support um we really appreciate it i know the uk team appreciates it you have no idea how much we rely on those positive emails and messages that come in it is sometimes it is my lifeline it is sometimes how i get through the day when we get those supports rolling in that's what we want because we're so involved and invested in hundreds of emails that come in after a podcast. And insiders, ex-members, it comes from all avenues. I mean, it's teachers, it's principals. It's like, it, it just floods in. And so we get, sometimes we get caught up. I get, I'm gonna speak for myself. I get, I'm a very emotional person. I get caught up in it. I sometimes just want to hang up the towel and be like, I'm out, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. And then just in that moment, an email will come through. Thanking us for what we do, telling us a little bit about their story and how it's helped them, whether it's an inside or an ex member. And it does, it makes you just wipe off your sweat off your face and you get back up and you take, you get going. So we really, really appreciate it when you take the time to send us messages in. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Anyhow, um, thank you so much, Glenn and Heidi, for coming on. Thanks for we having will, us. We will be doing updates on this as we go yeah. along. Um, we just, this is a skim coat. We didn't want to really get into a lot since like this is Heidi's in a very sensitive, um, raw, emotional place right now. This is just a week that she just has left. And so once we get through some things, we will, we will continue to do updates and yep. um, give progress stories. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Until next time. Good night. Thank you. Much love.
0: Share your story or be a guest on the show. Email info.getalife at proton.me.